My name is Ari Ola Oreolua, Ari Ola Oreolua, the prayer coordinator of this online prayer ministry, and this is Praying Eagles Network. Praying Eagles Network, coming live and direct from Lagos State, Nigeria. Lagos State, Nigeria. You are welcome in the name of Jesus. By the special grace of God, today is another beautiful Sunday. Today is the first Sunday of the month, the first Sunday in this month of April. With our month of blessing, our month of blessing. By the spirit of the living God, the Lord have decreed and declared that this month is your month, is my month, is our month of blessing. Praise the Lord. And to the glory of God, we have prayed the blessing into this month. We have um, called forth our blessing. The Bible says, call for those things that are not in existence, that we should call them forth as if they exist, as if they exist. This we have done, this we have called forth by the help of the Holy Spirit. Praise the Lord. What is left for you, what is left for me, is for us to begin to receive and enjoy the blessing of God throughout this month, the month of April. Praise the Lord. And I believe in God so much. Because the Bible in the book of Numbers said, God is not a man that he will lie, neither the son of man that he will repent. Have he said it? Will he not do it? Have he spoken? Will he not bring it to power? What is he meaning? It simply means whatever God has promised you, whatever God has promised me, whatever is the promise of God concerning us, concerning our life, our marriage, our business, our career, concerning everything that, that have to do with us, God is going to do them. God is going to establish them. Praise the Lord. So by the grace of God, today we are going to look at um, some principles some principles amen from the bible today is first sunday and uh, after we come out of prayer avalanche today is supposed to be our thanksgiving sunday that we come online we rejoice and we dance unto the living god we have been doing this even like um uh, second to the last day of the prayer avalanche Praise the Lord. We will be appreciating God. Even throughout the whole month of prayer avalanche, we will be doing this to appreciate God, to bless him for what he has promised us, for what he's going to do, for what he's, going, for what, for what he's doing, and for what he's going to do. While I was uh, preparing uh, in the middle of the night for today's uh, Sunday service, while I was praying about it, and I was trying to appreciate God, uh, thank Him for the success of the prayer avalanche. And I would say, wow, today is first Sunday, Thanksgiving Sunday. We are coming online to appreciate God. And the Lord said, yes, you have been doing this. You, nobody can appreciate me enough. Nobody can appreciate me enough. No one. If you 
start appreciating God from today to eternity. You cannot appreciate, it cannot be up to one tenth of uh, his blessing for us. Is it the air we breathe in? Is it the protection? Is it the life in us that you cannot explain? What makes you to be who you are? What makes you to be alive? You cannot explain. No medical uh, practitioner can explain it. We just know that we are alive. We breathe in, we breathe out. The heart is pumping. Amen. Medical, the medical people will tell you, oh, when the brain stops uh, working, when the heart stops breathing, that man is there. Amen. What makes the heart to be breathing? What makes the heart to be pumping? What makes the brain to be alive? Praise the Lord. It's just by the mercy of God. So no one can appreciate God enough. We will continue doing this till we lay down our sword. So while I was uh, praying and preparing for today, and the Lord said, Show my children, show my people, show your people, show my children how to secure their blessing. Many people receive their blessing, but the blessing was not secured. And they lost it. Many lose it on the, uh, along the road, along the journey. We are praying for 31 days non-stop. 31 days non-stop. That is a big, that is, that is, that is. It's not a childish play to pray. Even when you pray 30, 30 minutes every day, for five days, for 20 days, for 30 days, 31 days non-stop. It's not a childish play. Apart from the um, the ninth vigil, and towards the end of the the date, we have our three we have three days night vigil non-stop for deliverance. Amen. Praise the Lord. And uh, after the three days uh, uh, deliverance, Amen. It ends with our crossover vigil, which means thirty-one days bombardment of prayer, thirty-one days prophetic prayer, thirty-one days full of apostolic prayer. 31 days of revelational prayer. Crown up with four nights of prophetic prayer. Four nights. Four nights of prophetic prayer. It will be wrong. If all the blessing we labor for, if something, somewhere, someone, something, somewhere along the road, Along the line, divert it, take it from us, seize it from us, or unknown to us, the enemy stole it. It will be so wrong. May your labor, may my labor, may our labor in the place of prayer not be in vain in the name of Jesus. Many people, they receive revelation they, they, they saw it that God blessed them. They saw it that they are, oh, they, they hold on, they receive it. But when it was time, something happened, they are not, uh, and, and it was, it was it, the blessing fizzed away from them. Many people, they saw in Revelation, some people, a prophet, a new prophet of God, we prophesy, we decree, declare that, oh, this is what God is saying. This is what is going to happen on so, so, so date, on so, so, so time. When the times come, they feel the blessing around them, but they are not able to lay their hand on it. What was the problem? It's not that God did not release the, the blessing. God releases the blessing, but something happened to the blessing that, 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 that which lead to the blessing to be diverted, to be seized. But hear me, sir. Hear me, ma. Today, I pray for you, sir. I pray for you, ma. Your blessing, the blessing you have received, through pro prophetic proclamation, 
through uh, 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 revelation, through prayer, throughout the whole month of March, during the uh, prayer avalanche. And the one that you have received for this month, this month, God says, our month of blessing, your month of blessing. Amen. It shall not be in vain in the name of Jesus. Praise the Lord. Somebody may ask, Ore Oluwa, are you not telling us that the blessing of God can be stolen from us, can be diverted from us, can be seized from us when God bless a man? My sister, my brother, let us not deceive ourselves. When God releases blessing, it can be diverted, it can be seized. Should I repeat myself again? The Bible said the blessings of God had there no sorrow. It didn't say the blessing of God will not be diverted, could not be diverted, could not be seized, could not be seized, could not be stolen, could not be, the enemy cannot tamper with it. He simply said, the blessings of God had dead no sorrow. Hear me, sir. Hear me, ma. If you don't understand the, uh, the spiritual principle, the blessing of God can be hijacked on the road. Blessings of God. Before, he said, listen to me. There's different, there's a long, there's a long distance between the presence of God and where you are. There's a long distance. There's a long distance. So when you pray and God receives your prayer, and the prayer is coming. Many of us, the devil did not ask us not to pray. The devil is waiting for when the prayer will be released. God is not going to come and give you the blessing himself. God is going to send angel. And hear me, there are hierarchy in the spirit realm. Angel, all the angels, amen. There are some, there are some satanic power, satanic principality. There are some rulers of darkness that are higher than angels. They can arrest an angel. They can detain angel. They can beat angel. They can punish angel. Quote me. If you, are, if you are a child, if you are, if you are a student of the Bible, you will see it in the Bible. In the book of Daniel, the Bible said Daniel prayed for 21 days nonstop. At the end of the 21 days, archangel, one of the archangels came to Daniel and said, Daniel, beloved one, the very first day you pray, the very first day, that was when God released your, your answer prayer. But one principality arrested the angel that was bringing your, your blessing and arrested the blessing. So, which means for 21 days, Angel was only going to know what they will be doing with the angel. Maybe they will ask the angel, kneel down, raise up your hand and close your eyes. <laughs> Amen. Maybe the angel is under punishment. But the Bible said, not the blessing, but the angel that was carrying the blessing was detained, was arrested. Under punishment. Daniel. Go and read Daniel. You'll be able to know who Daniel was at his time. If that thing happened to Daniel, why will it not happen to you? Why will it not happen to me? If you, are, if you are a student of the Bible, the Bible said Jesus Christ was fasting. He fasted 40 days and 40 nights. You pray for 31 days. But Jesus Christ prayed and fasted for how many days? 40 days, 40 nights. At the end of the fasting, what happened to him? The Bible said the, the devil came to tempt him. He was tempted. And the Bible said, and the devil will carry Jesus Christ himself. He will carry him here, he will carry him there, he will carry him there. Jesus, the son of the living God, was tempted. 
Jesus, the son of the living God, was being carried by devil. If devil can carry Jesus, go and read your Bible for everywhere. The Bible says, he will carry him to the point uh, highest uh, uh, pinnacle. He will carry him to the mountain. If Jesus was carried and tempted by devil, what about you? So there are some spiritual principles, especially when your breakthrough is around the corner, that you need to watch, that you need to observe. The last day of the prayer avalanche, immediately we finished praying and doubt our fathers in the Lord, a reverend, a PA, he gave bless us and he was living. And uh, less than 30 minutes, something happened. And my wife was looking at me. Ordinary, something that's supposed to be angry and uh, and I would put a call through to the person and I would give the, I would give the person his or her scorecard. When I read it like this, I just smiled. <laughs> Amen. Listen to me. One of the things that devil will always do is when you are around the, your breakthrough, when your breakthrough is around the corner, he will bring some things to provoke you to anger. It has happened to me. I have lost virtues. I have lost blessing. I have lost a lot of things because of that. Around, when I fasted and prayed at the end, amen, that would be issue that I need to fight. I will show them myself. Show them that I have the power. Show them I have the score. Show them that uh, you don't uh, try me. You don't do this. You don't do that. Praise the Lord. But hear me. We learn every day. Did you hear me? We learn. We learn. We learn every day. We learn every day. So hear me, sir. Hear me, man. The moment that thing happened, I know. Welcome. Why today? The last day of this program, the very last day of this program, when uh, one of the patrons just finished blessing us, and devil now want to uh, tempt me, and uh, no, it will not work. It will not work. It will not work. Praise the Lord. So I quickly, I just smile. I put it, <laughs> I put it uh, beside that. Oh, you, you are failed. You cannot work. So hear me. There are a lot of things that the devil will do, but we need to understand them. There are some things we need to do. There are some things we need to guide against. There are some things we need to... You need to be on your toes so that... Don't forget, the Bible said the steal, the thief. Who is the thief? The devil. The assignment of the devil is to come to do what? To steal, to kill, and to destroy. To steal. If you cannot steal the blessing, it will kill the owner of the blessing. Or it will kill the blessing. If you cannot kill the the, the if you cannot the um, steal the blessing, it will kill the owner of the blessing. Or the one that is bringing the blessing, your helpers of destiny, it will kill them. And if you cannot do this, it will destroy the blessing. If you are not sensitive. If you are not sensitive. So while I was praying, and the Lord said, "Teach my children, teach my your people." how to secure their blessing. So I quickly need to adjust. So today, instead of coming online and dance and dance and dance and dance and appreciate God, we keep doing that on our own place individual. Let's continue. Dance unto the Lord God, appreciate Him. But today, we may not, it's, it's not going to be one hour, 30 minutes or 45 minutes uh, teaching. You know, when I'm doing something, I like to do it detail. Praise the Lord. So today, I'm starting a series. It's going to be a series. How to secure your blessing. This month is our month of blessing. This month, God has said, it's your month of blessing, my month of blessing. How can I secure my blessing? The blessing I receive through, during the prayer avalanche, how can I secure them? Those prophecies, those revelations, how can I secure them? That is what we are going to look 
had today, and as I said, it's going to be serious. You'll be looking at them so that you'll be, you'll be a knowledge, you'll receive them. Amen. Not only, only for this month, not only for the what we receive during prayer avalanche, you keep each time your blessings around the corner, you, you, there, are, there are information that you work on, and uh, the Lord bless us in the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, have your way today in the name of Jesus. Praise the Lord. For us to secure or lock down our blessing. Hear me, sir. Hear me, ma. It has to do with some principles. And this principle, either you are born again or not. If you are not born again, you observe the principle. It works for you. You know, I share with us during the prayer avalanche. There are some blessings that are attached to covenant. There are some blessings that are meant for everybody. There are some, there are some, there are some blessings that are attached to principles. When you obey the principle, when you follow the principle, you receive them, you are, you are blessed. So it has nothing to do with I am born again or not. I have seen some people that they begin to compare with themselves with unbelievers. Unbelievers are being blessed. What I mean, I'm, I'm Christian, I'm not blessed. When they say that, I look at them, I know that, oh, this one, they lack knowledge, they lack wisdom. There are some principles. When unbelievers follow those principles, amen, they are, they, they are blessed. There are some blessings that have to do with covenant. When unbelievers follow and enter into that covenant, you are not a believer. You are not giving your life to Christ, but you follow those covenants. The covenant works for you. Yet, the place of being uh, born again will be open. The, 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 the advantage, they will not be able to enjoy it. But because they follow the principle, the principle that govern the blessing, the blessing will speak for them. But because they follow the covenant, they enter into the covenant, either they are born again or not, as long as they are within the, the jurisdiction, they are under the covenant, the covenant begins to speak for them. Yes, they are not born again. But you that you are born again, you that you are uh, uh, spirit filled, you your tongue uh, 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 speaking. If you don't follow the principle, it cannot work. God is not a partial God. If you don't follow, if you don't follow the principle, the blessing that follow the principle will not work. If you if you push covenant aside, you say, "Oh, I'm not going to work with covenant." How can we work for you? It cannot work. For let's not deceive ourselves. You can pray from today to eternity. The blessing of covenant will not come if you don't follow the covenant. If you pray from now till Jesus will come, if you don't follow the blessing of the principle, you only receive the blessing of the prayer. You will not receive the blessing of the principles. And don't forget, this world, the world that you are in, they are governed by two principles. Please note this. The world that you are, either you are born again or not, they are governed by two things. They are governed by covenant they are governed by principles. They are governed by covenant. They are governed by principles. So how can you survive in this world? How can you receive your blessing? If you don't stay under the two. And the powers that being, either you have God or you have the word of Satan, should work under these tools. Either you work under covenant or you work under principles. You are a child of God. You must walk under the covenant of God and the principles of, the, of God. 
All these things are there in the Bible. If you are for Satan, you see them, they walk under the covenant of Satan and the principle of Satan. So if you are born again, you don't want to walk under covenant and you don't want to, you want to put uh, principles aside and you hold on to prayer. Prayer itself is governed, is ruled by principles. <laughs> Do you hear that? The prayer you pray, there are rules, they are governed, they are controlled by principles. Please take your Bible, take your pen and write this down. Psalm 50, verse 5. Psalm 50, verse 5. I'm going to introduce us to this topic today. And I believe God will help us to open our eyes to understand them. It's not everything is dem demon, it's not anything is uh, witchcraft. What have to do with principle? You need to go with principle. What have to do with uh, covenant? You need to go. And all these things are there in the Bible. You are not talking about worldly principle or covenant. They are there in the Bible. Psalm 50, verse 5. Psalm 50, verse 5. Psalm 50, verse 5. How can I secure my blessing? God bless all of us day by day. But because we don't secure them, the enemy will come and steal them. The enemy will come and divert them. The enemy will come and there will be manipulation. You know why? Because you don't secure them. Many of us, we have a counter with God. But after some days, ask them, that encounter that you had with God, let's see the result. They will just be telling you, I had a counter with God some years ago. Oh, God, during the prayer avalanche, God moved. I was blessed. I received the exact word for my life. But where is the manifestation? They can't point to it. Why? Because you are not able to secure it. I'm going to show us today and in some few weeks to come how to secure it. When God bless you, when receive, when you receive the word of God, when you receive prophecy revelation, how can you quickly secure it? Immediately. You don't wait till tomorrow. Immediately. Immediately. When a man of God bless you, how can you secure that blessing? If you don't secure that blessing, the chance of receiving it is 1%. The chance that it will not come to pass is 99%. I will tell you from the Bible. Shall I repeat myself? When a man of God prophesies the will of God for your life, the chance that you are going to receive it is 1%. The chance that you are not going to get that, they, that, that uh, revelation will not come to pass is 99%. You know why? This word has been given to Satan. You hear? Yes, you may say, hey, this little boy, what do you know? Our father, that man that came uh, two or three days ago, that man has been in ministry over 60 years ago. He's not, that man is not, he's an old man. He's an elder in, uh, in, in faith. A man that have raised churches, that raised men into ministries. He said it, that this word has been given to Satan, and yes, you and I know, it's there in the Bible. So for you to succeed here, you must keep yourself to the principles of God and the covenant of God. If you know you don't want to go the Satan way. Psalm 50, verse 5. If Jesus Christ tells us, the, the, the Satan, his assignment is to steal to kill and to destroy. Don't you think about it? 
gather my saints together unto me, those that have made a covenant with me by sacrifice. Who are these saints that should gather unto me? Those who have made a covenant. And that covenant, they don't just make a covenant, they make covenant with me by sacrifice. For you to understand, let's go to verse 1 of it, Psalm 50, verse 1, we read it to 5. The mighty God, even the Lord, has spoken and called the earth from the rising of the sun unto the, go unto the going down. Out of Zion, the perfection of beauty, God has shined. Our God shall come and shall keep silent. And shall not keep silent. A fire shall devour before him, and he shall be very tempestuous round about him. He shall call unto the heavens from above and to the earth, that he may judge his people. Verse 5 Gather unto me, gather my saints, gather my saints. He said, Gather all the people, gather the saints together unto me. Who are these saints? There are many millions of saints. There are categories of saints. There are some saints that are, they are born again. They gave their life to Christ. We are all saints. No. He said, gather to me, my saints. Those among them who have made a covenant with me. These people that have gave their life to Christ who are saints unto me. Among them, there are some of them that have Enter into covenant with me. He said, gather them unto me. Those who make covenant with sacrifice. Underline it. Covenant with sacrifice. Gather them unto me. So, hear me, sir. Hear me, man. There are some times in life. There are some times in the journey of life. That, that being born again will not help us. Today, the message today may be strange, but it's the bitter truth. There are some times, there are some issues in life. There are some things that will happen to me and you, that you are born again, will not bail you out. That you gave your life to Christ, you live only, will not solve the problem for you. Gather my saints to me. Those who are entitled to covenant with me with sacrifice. What about those who did not enter, to, who did not make covenant with God with sacrifice? They are excluded. They are excluded. So sometimes that you are born again, spirit fail may 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 not may not guarantee that the blessing will come. That you are born again, you live holy, may not guarantee that you will not be attacked. That you are spiritual, you have, may not guarantee that the blessing of God will come to you. That the, the what God promised you, that you will receive it. That you are born again will not guarantee, will not guarantee that. But what guarantee it? When there are problems on land, when there are problems around us, when, when the whole world is turning upside down, the whole, the, this, the, 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 the group of people that can just come before God and challenge God are those who have entered into covenant with God. With sacrifice. With sacrifice. So number one way to secure our blessing is to be in covenant with God. To be in covenant with God. To be in covenant with God. Covenant of sacrifice. When you, when you are born again, you are entering into covenant. 
But that is not calling out of sacrifice. That the psalm is saying. When you look at it, it's talking about, I want to shake the world. I want to do this. I want to do that. I want to do that. But separate unto me those who have entered into covenant or sacrifice with me. So that when I'm, when I'm consuming with fire, these people will not be consumed. So that when the whole world is shaking, these people will not be shaking. Shaking will not come around these people. Those who have entered into covenant of sacrifice with God, not those who are born again. What is covenant? And how do we do this? As I said, hear me, sir, hear me, ma. That you are born again doesn't guarantee that the blessing of God will come. Let's not deceive ourselves. We tell ourselves the truth on this platform. Whenever God reveals himself to you, either in dream, in prophecy, and in revelation, from the Bible, from the journey of the patriarch, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, and the rest, Noah, all those people from the days of Noah, from the days of uh, uh, Noah to Abraham, to Isaac, to Jacob, whenever God appeared to them, and promise them anything. There's something they always do immediately. I will tell you why they always do that today. We have prayed 31 days. When God said it overnight, teach these people how to secure their blessing. I remember somebody online that I'll be talking about an aspect of it, but I always try to dodge it. <laughs> I said, wow, God, help me today. Sacrifice, covenant of sacrifice. Whenever God reveals himself to you in dream, through prophecy, through revelation, or you are in a prophetic gathering, like when we have our prayer avalanche, there are some of us that receive prophecy, that receive revelation. What you are supposed to do immediately is never too late. We can still do it now. This month is our month of blessing. We can do it so that we can tie it down to this month. When you look at the Petrarch, Noah, Genesis 8.20, when he had a counter with the Lord God, what happened? The Bible said, he raised an altar unto the living God. For you to enter into covenant, there must be a place of altar. Because in that place of altar, that is where God dwells. That is where you have communion with God. Praise the Lord. So the moment you have a counter with God, you must raise an altar unto the living God. There, right there, right there. Genesis 8.20, Noah had a counter with God. He raised an altar unto the living God immediately by carrying sacrifice. Sacrifice. Abraham, anytime God, or the angels of God appear unto Abraham, Genesis 12, verse 7, Genesis 13, verse 4, Genesis 22, verse 9, Abraham, Genesis 12, verse 7, Genesis 13, verse 4, Genesis 13, 18, Genesis 22, verse 9. Should I repeat myself again? Because every one of us always claim, Abraham, blessing am I. Abraham, blessing am I. I am blessed in the money. I am blessed. Hey, pause, my sister, my brother. What Abraham does for him to be blessed, have you done it? If you don't do it, you keep singing that song to eternity. 
Genesis 12, verse 7, Genesis 13, verse 4, Genesis 13, verse 8, Genesis 22, verse 9. Immediately, Abraham had a counter with God, had that through the angels. The Bible said, he will do what? He will carry sacrifice. He will raise an altar unto the living God there, and he will carry sacrifice on the altar. Any altar without sacrifice, nothing will burn there. It is that sacrifice that will burn on the altar. With, if you raise an altar with, without sacrifice, there won't be anything that will burn. And if there's nothing that burned there, there won't be, if you go to Genesis 8, there won't be anything that will go to heaven for God to smell it. And for him to tie the blessing and say, okay, now this is what I'm going to do. Heaven may pass, earth may pass, but my word, I will establish it. Isaac, Genesis 22, verse 25. When he had a counter with the Lord, what happened? Immediately, he raised an altar unto the living God. He raised an altar unto the living God. What about uh, Jacob? You know Jacob. Jacob was a man of altar, like his grandfather. Isaac did not raise much altars. But Jacob, the grandson of Abraham, was a man like his grandfather. Anything like this, he will raise altar because he understands the principles. When his brother was running after him, what happened? He slept and he had a revelation, a dream of the night. Immediately he woke up. He said, Lord, this thing that you have shown me for me, for you to establish it, what happened? The stone, he raised it and the little oil he had, he poured it on it. After many years, after many years, he came back when he was coming back. He came and he, he came back to that spot where the altar was. He traveled for many years. He suffered many casualties. But God still brought him back to that place of the altar. The place of a canter. But hear me. If you just raise that altar without sacrifice, nothing will be burning there. So along the journey of life, issue may happen. And there's nothing to defend him. That would be an empty altar. Many of us will raise an empty altar because there is no sacrifice born in there. Moses, Exodus 17, 15. Moses also raised an altar. What about Saul? Saul also raised an altar. Go and find out every man and woman that God had a counter with in the Bible that we call our patriarch, our fathers, our this, our that in the Bible. Whenever they had a counter, either in dream, either the angels of the God appear unto them, the very first thing they do is they raise an altar unto the living God and they carry sacrifice on it at that same spot. At that same spot. At that same spot. At that same spot. Praise the Lord. Praise the living Jesus. You have been blessed during the, during the prayer avalanche. The word of God has been released to you. As you raise an altar unto it, as you carry the sacrifice. There's a word in the Bible. Many of us, we always, we read it, but we don't. Uh, Saul said, when he said, let's go and meet the prophet so that he can tell us what, uh, where is our father's donkey. He said, I don't have anything. We cannot go to the prophet empty-handed. And the, the servant said, I have this little thing. Our last meal, yeah. Let's take it as burnt offering. hey, hey, hey. As burnt offering. Listen to me. Listen, sir. Listen, man. When Saul had a counter with the prophet, 
Because the Lord God has told the prophet that the man I'm going to raise as the first king over the Israel is coming. The prophet, so that he can be established, he raised an altar and he carried sacrifice on behalf of Saul, unknown to Saul. You are saying, how? The Bible says, he called men and women, those people who matter in the society, he called them to the banquet hall. And he chose a special seat for Saul. When Saul came, he said, go and sit down on that special seat. And he asked his servant, you know, that uh, part of the meat, that the reserve, the one that we reserve, the choice one, the Bible calls it the choice one that we reserve, go and bring it for him. The word which God has spoken, which God has shown the prophet, it will surely come to pass because the prophet has carried the sacrifice for it. That is why when uh, Samuel was saying, what about my children? Lord, this is it. No, Samuel already carried sacrifice to what the Lord God has said. So it must come to pass. It must come to pass. Sir, your blessing during the prayer avalanche, have you raised an altar unto it? And have you, when you raise that altar, have you carried sacrifice on that altar? And have you raised it where you received the word? This is an area I don't like. But when there's a mandate, I can't escape it. If you, our forefathers, they understand this principle very well. They don't go to Dibia, to occultic houses, to all those things, without going with a token. Without going with a token. When you go there, the, the, the occultic man, uh, those people, um, the seers, they will ask you to bring money, to bring something. Do you know why? There's a particular church. There's a particular church. If you go and meet their prophet that uh, they should help you to see, they should help you to see, they will ask you to buy candle and speak to the candle. You're speaking to the candle, I'm nothing to do with it. You're speaking to the candle, I'm nothing to do with the revelation. Your, <laughs> the candle you bought and you, all your saliva, <laughs> it have nothing to do with it. They know what they are doing. Do you know why? I will, I will tell you today. When you take that, if they ask you to bring money, you may say, eh, she be the Bible said, free is giving, free shall be. <laughs> and uh, whatever the prophetess said, she wanted to be established. Should I repeat myself? Whatever she said, she wanted to be established. So she need to bring you to her own burning altar, either genuine or counterfeit altar. She need to bring you there. So what she's going to do is this. She need to bring a token from you. She need a token from you. So when you left, she will take that token and place it on her own burning altar. Hear me, sir. Hear me, ma. Run away for one million years. That the, As long as a token from you is on that altar. What you have said concerning you will speak. Unless you run to a higher authority, higher altar, and you carry out higher sacrifice there to negate that. If God has blessed you, if God has spoken, if you have had a dream, revelation, and God has spoken, for you to secure it, like the patriarch, which have shown us and have given us the scripture from the Bible, what you need to do immediately is to raise an altar unto it and carry sacrifice. When you carry sacrifice on, on that altar, you are sealing it up. You are sealing it up. Heaven and earth may pass away. That thing will surely come to pass. That thing will surely 
come to pass. Joseph was sold into slavery. When you look at the journey of Joseph in slavery, Joseph's supposed to die almost about two times. The last one, he's not supposed to put it, to be sent to prison immediately, execution immediately. You rape the wife of her. It's total execution immediately. But you know why his life was preserved? Go back to the Bible. The Bible said when his brother sold him, they took his garment. And you know your garment represents you. When medical people, when they want to do DNA, if they can get your saliva, if they can get your ear, if they can get anything that concerns you, it's just a thing of ear, if they can have access to your clothes, they will do their, they will conduct DNA from your own clothes. Your fingerprint, they will do DNA from me. They will, they, they will extract everything from me. Not to talk about your clothes that you put on, you have set on, your water, the hormones, the water from your body have been on that clothes. There's no, no detergent that can wash it. To your talk, no detergent can wash it off. That's sweat. It's a spiritual thing. So they took the garment of Joseph. And what did they do? They slaughtered an animal and poured the blood on it. That was the biggest mistake on earth, the brothers of Joseph. Why? Because already, what they have done is this. As we are sending you into slavery, they now took something that represents him. And they slaughter an animal. The death that you are going to die there, let this animal carry it. So they transfer the death upon him, upon that animal. If Joseph, whatever Joseph does there, his life will be preserved because an animal has been used as sacrifice for him. A sacrifice for him. A sacrifice for him. Number one. Number two, why did they do that, Joseph brother, because of his dream? So they now say, let's see how his dream will, will come to pass after we have done this for me. Listen to me. They now took him, they took his garment, which represents him, and slaughtered an animal and carried sacrifice on it. What are they doing? They are simply saying, your dream, we cut this animal, we shed the blood. You see? Sweet Holy Spirit. Gideon, in the book of Judges, Judges chapter 6, Judges chapter 6, when Gideon had an encounter with the angels of the living God, Judges 6, 18, he said something. He said, oh angel, please wait, wait for me. Do not depart here, I pray thee, until I come and bring forth my presence. Gideon had an encounter with angels of God. Angels appeared and spoke to him. And he said, please, before you go, I just beg you for one thing. Do this one thing for me. Just give me a second. Let me go. And when I come back, let me bring a present for you. Don't go until you receive that present. How will Gideon not prosper? How will Gideon not prevail? How will he not prevail? Elijah and Elisha. Elijah throw the mantle. Elisha receive it. Instead of him to follow immediately, he said, oh, prophet, please give me one minute. Let me say goodbye to my people. And the boy said, what, what is concerning me? Just please wait. Okay, go and do what you want to do. And the Bible said, he took the animal. There, the animal that he was plowed with, he took it and slaughtered it. What was he doing? He was carrying sacrifice on that spot where he had a canter with God. So that this mantle that I receive, I will not miss it. There are many reasons why um, Elisha should have uh, missed the mantle. 
the, 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 his guy was going. He said, stay there. You're supposed to obey your, uh, your boss. Stay there. I'm going to so-so-so place. He said, I will not. I, I will disobey you. I will go with you. In another time, he said, okay, you stay there. I'm going to another place. I'm going to better. Go, go to another place that is, that is far than better. I will follow you. I will follow you. You know why? He cannot miss it because why? When he had immediately had a counter with that mantle, for that mantle to manifest, it's not the last mantle that he received that he was using. Get it right. It was the mantle that God said, go and release, go and release unto him. So for that mantle, for him to come to the place of manifestation, the place of manifestation is when you will see me going. But you already received the mantle. Many of us will receive prophetic mantle of blessing, but we did not get to the place of manifestation. We lost it. Because we do not do the right thing. The principle. As you raise an altar, at that place, at the same place, the same time where you receive it, and from the man, from the woman, from the spirit that you receive it. And you carry sacrifice. He said, wait. I received this mantle. I hold on to it. But for me to get to that place of manifestation, I know what I need to do. Hey, I'm not going to miss it. Before I take a step from this place, I must do it. And he slaughtered an animal. He, carries, he shed the blood. Carries sacrifice. Gather unto me, Psalm 50, verse 5. Gather unto me people who have made covenant with me with sacrifice. With sacrifice. Number one, for you to secure, I'm not only talking about prayer avalanche or this ministry, for you to secure any blessing you receive, you need to immediately, where did you receive it? Where did you receive it? Carry altar there. Raise altar there. And carry sacrifice there. Should I repeat myself? If you have been blessed by any man, listen to me, why many of us miss it? Why it's like, hey, I'll be receiving this prophecy. When I see some people and they say, and I say, Pastor, this prophecy has become, I become, I just laugh. I know some principles that do not allow them to receive it. By the time I ask one or two things, I will just laugh. That's why some people are not, they say, why do you always laugh? Because what makes me to laugh is, <laughs> it's very simple. You are missing it. You receive it, but what you need to do, you did not do it. Sometimes, listen to me, sometimes you look at our pastors who are saying it, they want to take our money. Why not let them take your money as long as you fulfill the purpose? Am I talking? So I'm saying, if I should take my altar, raise an altar and, and give it to that man. You are not giving it to that man. You are following biblical principle. God said, bring the tithes. All the Israel, pay your all your tithe to the children of Levi. So when you are, when all of them are giving it to the children of Levi, all the children, the grandchildren of Levi, they are not giving it to those children. They are obeying the commandment of God. So if a man should say, why should I give it to this naughty boy? I know when they gave back to you. Why should I not give all my tithe to you? You are changing yourself. That man is changing himself because what you are simply doing is you are simply disobeying God's principle. Bring it. The children of Israel pay the tithe to the to the children of Levi. So you say you are not paying to the Levi. It's not the children of Levi that you are disobeying. You are disobeying the God's principle, God's order, covenant. You cannot enter into covenant without sacrifice. Bring unto me all my saints. Who are those saints? 
among the same, those that they have entered into covenant of sacrifice with me. For you to enter into covenant with God. When God said anything, for that thing to be established, hear me, sir, hear me, it's not heresy. I'll show you men who raise it. In the, in the days to come, we deep, deep, we go deep into it. What you need to do is, when you enter into covenant, when you carry sacrifice, when you carry token, amen, you lock it in. You rope, allow me to use this word, you rope God into it. Should I repeat myself? When God said a word and you quickly raise an altar and carry sacrifice, you when you are raising an altar, there must be a sacrifice. When you do it immediately, you know what you are doing. You are locking it. You are robbing God. You are tying God to that thing. You are tying God to that thing. In Israel, when they want to enter into covenant in those days, they will take an animal, they will slaughter it into two and pieces it life. So the two of them, one will stay here, the other one will stay here. Those men that want to enter into covenant. So this one will cross here, this one will cross here. And what is the meaning? If we should go against this covenant, let this thing that happened to this animal, let it happen to us. Who want to die a gruesome death? An animal that they just divide into two. A life animal, they will hold it and slaughter it into two. Who want to die that kind of death? That was the covenant God entered into Abraham. We are the peak. Say, bring this animal, bring this animal, uh, divide them into two, and bring them before me. That is sacrifice. When we see occultic people, when they are talking about the ancient, there is sacrifice in the Bible. Abraham can't sacrifice. That's what they are talking about. But it's another thing entirely. Because of our time, we go deep into the benefit of covenant next week, if the coming of the Lord tarry. We go deep into the benefit of the covenant. But hear me, sir. For you to preserve your blessing, whatever God said about you, for you to lock it, underline the word lock, lock it, you need to enter into covenant with God. When you enter into covenant with God on that matter, on that issue, it's simply, you are simply saying, I don't, I'm not going to watch over it. It's none of my business. I hang it on the neck of God. And what you hang on the neck of God, what you place in the hands of the Almighty God, can Satan now come and, and divert it or take it away from God? No, it's not possible. It's not possible. But when you just receive and you are jubilating, hey, devil will come to steal, to divert, to destroy. May that not be our portion in the name of Jesus. May that not be our portion in the name of Jesus. May that not be our portion in the name of Jesus. By the grace of God, next week, we come back and begin to look at the benefits of carrying enter into covenant with God. I shouldn't be blessed. I should receive blessing from God. One of the ways to carry, to lock it, as I said, is to carry to enter into covenant with God and carry sacrifice. What is your sac sacrifice? It can be your food. It's there in the Bible. It can be your water. It's there in the Bible. It can be your money. It's there in the Bible. It can be your labor. It's there in the Bible. What are the things that you carry as sacrifice? It can be your money. It can be your food. It can be your water. It can be 
things that are so dear to you. Elijah, Elijah said, before I follow you, I need know, I know what I need to do. He slaughtered what was so dear to him. The animal that was using to plow. Praise the Lord. Have you been blessed through this ministry? Have you raised an altar? Have you carried sacrifice unto the living God? May the Lord God perfect everything that concerns us in the name of Jesus. Here I am, here I am. Not, I'm not holding it back. This ministry has been raised by the Almighty God and those that uh, partner with us, those that, 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 that journey with us, with their seed, they testify. I can call it a fruitful land. You are there, you are saying, Pastor, oh, this is where I'm missing it. I want to carry out, I want to carry it out. You are welcome in the name of Jesus. Praise the Lord. Just send in, you are saying, Oh, I have a token. How can I carry it? How can I, I have I have a, I have things to carry? It's not only money. You have you have material thing that you don't need. Send it to the ministry. Send it to the work of God. Use it for the work of God. Praise the Lord. Praise the living Jesus. You have money. Bring it. But don't just don't just say. Eh, many people listen to me. Many people. <laughs> we look at it in the, in some weeks to come. Yes, they carry. They claim they carry sacrifice, but they use the least thing. God is not a fool. Can you give it to your governor? The seed, the offering that you say, hey, Pastor, I want to send an offering. Hey, can you give it to your governor? He asked you, Can you give Cain and Abel? One brought a choice one, one brought the one that said, Well, not let me just give this one. No. Are you giving something painful that pain you in order to secure it? Or you are just giving the leftover unto God. Those that raise altar, they don't raise an altar with leftover. They always raise with choice one. In order to hold on to God. And yes, I've prayed. And I've raised an altar. I've carried sacrifice. Why will my sacrifice not speak? If you surely speak. Jacob raised an altar. He left for many years. But because what was left with him was the what was the only bottle of oil that he poured there. After many years, he came back to the same place and he just said, "Oh Lord, you have preserved me all these years, all these years, all these years." May the Lord God bless us. May the Lord God give us understanding to the revelation of His word in the name of Jesus. As I have said, by the special grace of God, come next week Sunday. We continue. With this teaching, you are there. You have been blessed today. Why not lift up your hand and appreciate our Lord, our God? Bless His holy name. Give Him thanks. Give Him praise. Appreciate Him. Bless His holy name. Thank Him. Thank Him. Thank Him. Say, Father, thank you. I worship you. I give you praise in the name of Jesus. Lift up your right hand. Say, Father, say, open my eyes to any area of my life that I need to make amendment, that I need to make correction in the name of Jesus. Why not just pray that prayer for yourself in the name of Jesus? Say, open my eyes to that area of my life that I need to make amendment, that I need to make correction in the name of Jesus. Open my eyes to them 
In Jesus' name, we pray. I pray for every one of us in the name of Jesus, where we need to make amendment, where we need to make correction, in order for our blessing to come, in order for our blessing for us to receive it. May the Lord God bless us. May the Lord God open our eyes to them. May the Lord God reveal them unto us in the name of Jesus. So shall he be. You have been blessed today. You are saying, Pastor, oh, this is what I'm missing. I think I need to carry it out. I need to do it. Can I say the thing? Why not? If you are led, I will say it. If you are led, amen. Why not? Just send a, a message to, to the ministry line, plus 234 Or you are saying, Pastor, I have a seed. I have an offering I would like to give to the ministry. You are welcome in the name of Jesus. Once again, send a message to plus 234 Or look at the title of today's message. You are there on Facebook. You will see some information there that will be of help. May the Lord God bless you in the name of Jesus. As we go today into this week that begin the first week of this month, I pray for you. May the blessing of the Almighty God for your life, may the Lord God secure it in the name of Jesus. May the devourer not come into your life in the name of Jesus. Blessing hijacker, blessing diverter, may they not have way in your life in the name of Jesus. This month has been declared the month of blessing. Your blessing will locate you. Your blessing will not be diverted. Your blessing will not be seized. In the name of Jesus, so shall he be. Jesus' name. Till we meet again by the special grace of God, come next week or in another time. My name is Ariola Oreolua, the prayer coordinator of this online prayer ministry. This is Pray Ghost Network. Go forth into this week and into this month and enjoy the blessings of God. Jesus' name. Lift your hands up, everybody, say, just breathe your best. Just breathe your best.